0: Did she just insult me? Well, if you have to ask, that would be a yes. Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we talk about it. Yes, we are. Poisonous praise. I'll see you on the flip. Have you ever had to second guess whether your friend was being nice or if they were being nasty? Have you ever felt like, hmm, that snark is cutting a little too deep or everybody's laughing, but are they laughing at me? Well, if you find that you've had to ask some of those questions, you might have been on the receiving end of poisonous praise. Now, on the other hand, if you find that there's this one friend or this one type of person that you can't help yourself. You just, you have to go for the dig. And it's usually at their expense. You try to make it funny, but it feels really good when it lands and you don't really mean it all as nice as you portray, then you might be the purveyor of the nice, nasty. And why, Michelle, are you dealing with this today? This is so unpleasant. Well, it's a setup. I'm just going to tell you, it's a setup. Yesterday, um, on yesterday's podcast, we got into not getting into comparisons and um, how to avoid that. And I purposefully didn't get into some of the dark sides of what happens when you lead a life of comparison. But today, I got time today. Okay, and so today I want to talk about one of the byproducts of what happens when you keep going down the road of comparison uh, to the dark end of the street. And that is you get into this area of envy, jealousy and covetousness. And envy is is, it's kind of well, not kind of. It is a state of discontentment, especially in comparison to somebody else where you feel like their attributes or what they have, their successes, possessions, or even their advantages make you feel uncomfortable or make you feel lesser than you'd like to. And the word covetousness, it's a fancy word for saying, uh, I want what you have, okay? And because of that, People will either um, show obvious aggressions or they might show covert or even microaggressions toward that person. And it's a weird thing that happens because in our, the way our society is, uh, the pleasantries about it, people tend to try to keep... They are quote-unquote enemies close. This is where you get the frenemies from, uh, people who secretly despise each other, and they tend to make a lot of, um, you know, spend a lot of time together. And so today I'm going to get into that. Now, you guys know I'm from the South, and we have a saying down here um, when this kind of poisonous praise happens, and it's called nice nasty. There is an obvious one that has become very popular uh, recently of how if someone says, uh, bless your heart, darling, it is uh, not always a, a nice sentiment. It could be a nice, nasty. Well, yeah, that's kind of an example of um, this poisonous praise. But the thing is, is that the, the way it works is it's, it's really sneaky and it's underhanded and it's, uh, it's subtle. Yes, it has a subtext to it. And the reason why is because what the person is uh, in attempting to do is to pull the person in but get that little dig as well to make themselves feel better. So on the surface it may look like it's a compliment, but underneath there is a dig and if you if you let it go too far it can be dangerous and and it, it can it can end badly. And so today, I kind of wanted to take the uh, opportunity to kind of uh, examine both sides of the coin, the person who is engaged in this behavior and the person who is on the receiving end of the behavior. And uh, then, you know, kind of give a, a few little wisdom smacks about it. And so let's get into it, okay? Thank you for letting me, you know, ramble on a little bit about this. <laughs> All right, so First, I want to say that as human beings, we all have the propensity to have these emotions. It is just human to compare ourselves, and it is human to be jealous, envious, and covetous. It it, it is, but there are ways to mitigate that, especially if you find that you have a higher propensity for it than others. Now, there are some people, they live in a sublime uh, ignorance where they don't really, they don't really care about other people, and they whistle their own tune, they go about their own life, and they could, they couldn't care less uh, about what other people have better or, or worse than them, okay? So, kudos to those people, but for all the rest of us, this episode is for us, okay? All right, so, i'm going to deal with the one on the giving in the the person who uh finds himself you know being the 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 presenter of the poise of the of the poisonous praise okay all right so the first thing i want to say is do not assume that every person that engages in these behaviors is aware of it yeah isn't it weird but I've talked about this many times on this podcast about our shadow sides and the shadow side is it's not the boogeyman as much as it is just the well-roundedness of who we are. For every light part, there is a dark, for every heavy, there's a light, you know, it's our opposite. It's, uh, if you are a, um, a person full of control, then there could possibly and probably is a part of you that wants to have no control and, and let go. And, uh, it, it, is your shadow. It's that part of you that a lot of people can see before you're aware of it. And I believe that part of our emotional growth and uh, maturity into adulthood is to have a lifelong reconciliation, to accept all of the parts. And the reason why I say that is, and if you'll permit me for a moment to go off, off, off on a little tangent here, is because as children, In a uh, polite society, we are trained to have manners, and most of those manners are made to help us to conform to live uh, in harmony with with each other. But a lot of times, our shadow sides are not having it, and so the way we're raised to have good manners, to not do the the free wild child stuff of what we really want to do and let our uh, egos run amok, it gets pushed to the back and thus it lives in the shadows. And every now and again, if unchecked, it comes out to play. And when it comes out to play, there is hell to pay. Okay. So that's part of it. And I wish it could be that clean, but it's it's not. It, I can't even explain it as much as I'd like to with the time that we have allotted. But getting back on to if you're, if you're the disher out of, of this um, information. And so what I want to say is this. Do not beat yourself up, first and foremost, if you find that you are an envious, a jealous, or a covetous person. Don't do that. To me, and this is my opinion, emotions, and this is how I've, I've worked with it when I've, when I've had the honor of working with people in therapy, the ability to, to see and notice this is a blessing. And it's there to help us uh, because these emotions, good, good emotions, bad emotions, and middle ones, they're simply there as uh, road signs along our journey of life. And when you find that you're envious of someone, or you find yourself jealous, or you find that you want what someone else has, that's a time to take a reflection and to look. And I did a podcast a long time ago uh, on this on this um, this this uh, podcast uh, dealing with the Serenity Prayer, and it was really powerful because that part that talks about help me to know the difference between what I can change and what I can't is applicable at this time. We have that power and that we understand that there are going to be things that we can change and there are things that we can't. And if you find that you're envious of someone for what they're doing, try and make sure that if it's something that you can change, you do everything in your power to change because they're simply holding up a mirror to make you aware of where you need to be inspired to do instead of using that energy to try to bring them down or make them feel badly because you feel badly, instead use it um, for your benefit to grow. And if it's something that you can't change, maybe they are just they are genetic DNA lottery winners and they are pure perfection and you are not. Those are things that you're not going to be able to change. And and instead of bashing them for something that their parents (laughs) had more uh, to do with than they did, learn to know what you cannot change and find something that you excel in. Okay? I know it sounds simple, but... (laughs) In this life, especially when dealing with this type of thing, envy, jealousy, strife, those types of things, they are not logical. And that's the next thing I I do want to say, especially in the area of envy and jealousy. They are irrational and they are part of our baser nature and they are definitely in the deep end of the shadow side and dealing with them, it's going to take a lot because they can be unruly, especially if you have not been dealing with them all of your life to uh, make peace with them and to feed them appropriately uh, on your own. Yeah, um, it's more the notion if they've been uh, allowed to run amok for a while. So let's just really get into what it looks like and 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 why you want to stop. Not why, you already know you need to stop, but um, how to stop, okay? So if you find that when someone says something, and it can be a close friend or somebody you don't know, it can even be celebrities, because I I do want to say this, there are a lot of people who are envious of people of note, uh, people who uh, are in the public eye, And they don't realize that they engage in this nice, nasty, poisonous praise all the time. And you kind of want to watch that because it's not good for you. It's not a healthy thing to do. Um, A lot of industries make a lot of money off of the whole gossiping about other people and saying vicious things that they would never say if they were to say them in their face. You know, it just would be unseemly. But again, unchecked. That shadow side gets to indulge in the fullness of debauchery, all right? So if you find that you um, interact with someone and say, for instance, they share something of note or, or something that has happened to them, that's good. And you find for just a moment, either you're like, well, I want that for me, or you get a little angry. Why did this happen for them? They don't deserve it. That is the moment where you want to pause yourself and you want to do a reframe. Now, reframes are real powerful. And what a reframe simply is, it's kind of like just turning, (coughs) excuse me, you guys, turning yourself to a different angle to see a different view. So that view is like, "Mm, I don't like this. I want this. I don't want you to have it. And instead, reframe it to say, "Okay, that's great for them. and. If you don't have anything necessarily happening for yourself, I want you to do this. And that is, know that what goes around comes around and everything is cyclical. And if it's happening for them and you're in close proximity, there is a good chance that it will happen for you. Not maybe the same exact thing, but something in kind, something good is going to happen for you. And be the person who is able to elevate your uh, emotions, To something of joy, where you are joyful for them because you know that that is an indicator that it's going to happen for you. Something good is going to happen for you. And by just simply doing a quick little reframe, that instead of wanting what they have, that's the covetousness, or being angry because you don't think they deserve it or that you deserve it more, that's the envy and the jealousy, instead of concentrating on that, Focus on the joy. Now, you notice I didn't say happy because happy is fleeting. Joy is sustaining. Focus on the joy. Focus on the fulfillment of a knowing that, oh, if it happened for them, that means my good times, my blessing is in close proximity or on the way as well. Do whatever it is you can to not stay in that negative space, because if you do, the next thing that's going to happen is you're going to either engage in overt or covert bad behavior. You're going to be a bad actor. And that's where the poisonous praise, the snarkish behavior, the sniping snide remarks come in, the cutting down comes in. And if you don't stop it, it becomes a habit and you will end up alone and bitter. And you won't even know that you're doing it because it's so slick and so smooth. So I'm I'm telling you this so that you can be totally selfish and you can stop yourself before you wreck yourself. You have to learn how to be joyful with and for other people, even when you realize that they are getting something that you think you should have or you're more qualified for or you've been working for and it didn't come as easy for you. Ask me how I know. I see this all the time in the arts um, where there are people who've been plugging along for years and then someone comes and it looks like overnight they get all the stuff that the other people were working for instead of doing the snipish behavior. And trust me, I've seen some bad stuff out there. Instead of doing that, pivot around and say, you know what? That must mean my whatever is coming soon. And it's going to save you a lot of heartache. It's going to save you a lot of blackening of your heart. And it's going to just help you because eventually there's going to come a time when something good happens for you, eventually. And I hope that your eventually is sooner rather than later. And there's nothing like being able to share good news with people who really honestly Uh, sharing it with you. But that takes you having put in the effort and the investment and other people's uh, successes and joys and sharing that with them. Okay. So if you find that you don't feel good immediately, (laughs) fix that. Do Do a reframe and pivot and make it where you're like, I'm happy for you. And you can make it contingent on because that means something good is going to happen for me because things are cyclical and what goes around comes around. If you've got to go that w- route, fine. Now, if you're like, Michelle, that's not me. I don't care. I'm happy for it. whoever because what's for them is for them what's for me is for me. Great. Glad you're feeling that way. Let's look on the other side. What if it happens to you? There are some people, and I was one of these clueless people. Yes, indeed, I was. Oh, but before I get on this side, because this is... I'm not trying to say that I am all good and I'm not trying to prove to you that I'm human because you know I am. But I will say that there have been many times in my life when envy and a little jealousy and covetousness tried to come up. But because my mother and my grandmother and in their infinite wisdom had already prepared me, their, their words were in my mind to help me. And so growing up, my mother would always tell me and my siblings that there's always gonna be somebody better. If you think... In your hubris, that you are the top anything, there's always going to be a correction. My mom used to always say, The market always corrects itself. And so when you get too big for your britches, there's always going to be someone to take you down. But the other thing that she said after that was, She said, If and when you meet someone who is better than you at what you have prided yourself on being good at, she said, Quickly find something about yourself that you can look at with fondness that no one can take away from you. It can still be the same thing. And she was like, I've told you this before. I even said it yesterday in our podcast. Uh, My mom said one of her major goals was to get us to be happy and pleased with uh, and eating the grass on our own side of the fence. And that was so powerful because it, it covered a lot of these emotional growths that she knew we were gonna to have to go through. So the next thing, um, I'm, well, not the next thing, but I do wanna say that when that would happen, I would quickly find a reason to be happy for them, whether I could figure out what was going to go great for me or not. And I did it at first, because it was the quote-unquote right thing to do. But you know what started to happen? I actually started getting happy for people. And now today, I actually make part of my living because of the fact that I get so excited genuinely for other people's gifts and skills. And because of that, people seek me out and they're like, oh my gosh, you are a muse for me. You helped me to bring out. I mean, I think I'm very thankful that I'm able to find the mundane and help them to make it into the marvelous. But that came from years of dealing with in my formative years of those little bits of envy, jealousy, and covetousness and learning to reframe them and learning to get really, truly, honestly invested in other people's things. Now, I'm no saint. And yes, there are times still today that I have to do it, but it's easier because many years of doing that, you quickly can catch it. Now, if you're on the other side of this, I got you, boo-boo. Let's talk about that. Just like the person who may or may not be aware that they are doing these behaviors, you may or may not be aware that you are the benefactor of these behaviors. Oh, yes. You see, for some people, the nice, nasty, the poisonous praise can be so insidious and sneaky that it can work on its recipient, tearing them down to the point where they don't realize what has happened until they are clearly debilitated. And you don't want that happening. Too many times have I said, seen people who have quote unquote friends that all they do is tear them down and make them feel less of themselves to where they're beat down and the, the shine, they have the shine of a dull rock. And that's a sad thing because you do not want to give up your vibrancy and your effervescence to snipish behavior of people who are jealous. Now, let me say this before we go forward. Do not try to logic away people's behaviors. Jealousy, envy, and covetousness are in the irrational realm. They are in the lower base element of our psyche. They are that lizard brain, that animal part of us. And thus, they make no logical sense. You can have a person who has everything and they can see still be envious and jealous of someone who has nothing. So do not try to think that just based on what you bring to the table and what they bring to the table that it's going to be where, oh, there's not going to be any jealousy oh, that's not true. Think of a person who has everything and yet they are still covetous of the person who has little. It happens all the time. I could give you famous situations where this has happened over the years. And you can even probably, as I'm talking about it, think of things and times and peoples that this has happened to you in your life or those you know. So with that being said, dealing with it. Now, I'm going to just cut to the chase. Envy unchecked to where it is now this uh, nice, nasty, snipish behavior. And it comes out as snark. It comes out as uh, you being the butt of, ba- of, of, of slick jokes. Uh, you being the, the punchline, the tease, you know, um, the taunt, excuse me. The prank is pulled on you. It's always in a debasement of you. That's how you know (laughs) that you're dealing with someone who is envious, jealous, uh, and uh, covetous. And I hate to say it, sometimes they can be very cutthroat, smiling in your face while trying to sabotage your efforts. And so be aware of that. You need to be circumspect. When I was growing up, my mother always talked. me that you always have to be watching. Not only what's said and done, but what is there. What are their tendencies? My grandmother was a big proponent. Um, She would always say, I don't care what you say and do. I care care what you tend to say and do because that's your true self. And so I want you to look at their tendencies. Now, dealing with it. All right, let's go there. If you suspect that this is happening to you with um, people you love, you know, you trust, or whatever, and they're in your inner circle, or they just have some kind of way of of being around you, count up the cost before you act. If it's a person and you feel like maybe they're unaware of what they do, and you feel like they can handle the truth and that the relationship can be salvaged, then take the chance and talk with them intact and in love to call them out on it. And when I say call them out on it, you have to use I statements. And let me let me put on the therapy hat real quick. When you talk to somebody about their behaviors, do not go to them with the pronoun you did, you did. It's true. They did it. But don't go there. What you want to do is instead of saying you did such and such, use the I And you can say, I feel, I felt, because no one can tell you what you feel and you felt is an untruth. So own it. And you can do things like, I feel this way when you say this. I feel this way when this happens. I felt this way when this went on. And, And tell them, I want to have a continued relationship with you, but my feelings are valid for me and I don't want to feel that way anymore. So is there a way for us to work on that where I don't feel that way anymore, where you are concerned? You see how that takes the sting out of it? Because trust me, when you're dealing with envy and jealousy, you are dealing with fragileness of the ego that has gone unchecked, unresolved for a long time, okay? So that's one situation. What if You're like, oh, Michelle, those gutter snipes. (laughs) You realize that you have been the butt of jokes, that they have been laughing at you, that they have been uh, coy, cunning, and shrewd. You have been locked uh, as a bad cast member of dangerous liaisons and didn't even know it. And everybody's been laughing at your expense and you're just over the whole lot. Well, the thing I'm gonna tell you is, is with that one, I want you to extricate yourself, remove yourself. I don't want you to flee. I just want you to gracefully exit stage left. And that means do not reveal your plans. And the reason you won't you don't want to reveal your plans is because what will happen is there will be an all-out smear campaign such that you will lose friends, who might believe what they say about you when you tilt or tip your 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 hat and let them see your plans? You want to extricate yourself as gracefully as possible, and that means it might take some time where you slowly stop spending as much time. And I don't necessarily want you to grin and bear through it, I. But I don't want you to um, blow off at them because you can just make a volatile situation even worse. But you do want to make sure that you get out of that situation, because there are sometimes you're dealing with more things than you realize. Not only are you possibly dealing with envy and jealousy, you could be dealing with a narcissist. You could be dealing with someone um, who has um, emotional, uh, em- who is emotionally stunted, and emotionally stunted people can cause irreparable damage trauma-wise to folk, you know, their neuroticism might be a wee bit high and thus they lash out and they do and say things that they can never take back. So if you believe that it can't be repaired, easily do it. My grandmother used to say, when your head is stuck in the lion's mouth, ease your way out. That's what I want you to do. Okay. And so with this poisonous praise, It is not good for the giver or the receiver because for the giver, if you continue to do it eventually, just like I told the people who are on the receiving end to get away from you, that is what's going to happen. You are going to become known as the pariah. And the sad part about it is because you don't have the emotional maturity and bandwidth for people to tell you. You're going to sometimes be wondering why why no one wants to be my friend. Or you might find that you always have to hurry up and become friends with the new person before everybody can tell them bad gossip about you. You know, be mindful of that. It might be that you've got a case of unchecked jealousy and envy where you have become a spewer of poisonous praise and you have become a bad actor. When it comes to being a friend to someone. And on the other side, get your guts about you. And like my mom used to say, if you think it's worth salvaging and that the person really didn't mean you any harm and maybe they are unaware of their actions, my mom used to say, if you got to squeeze your butt cheeks and yell it out, say your truth and your peace, but use your I statements. I feel, I don't accuse. Put it on you because they can't argue with what you feel and what you perceive, okay? All right. I know we have covered a little bit today, but these are more uh, wisdom smacks that I see that we take for granted that people know, and it might not necessarily be that. And I'm going to tell you, none of this stuff is ever going to be to the point where you can exhale and say, oh, I'm perfect. I've made it. No. You're gonna to have to have refresher courses in this all the time. Because if not, you're you're not living or you are in denial. Every day life is going to challenge you. My grandmother used to say that in the middle of life is a big old if. And if you don't watch it, life will have you pimp, it will pimp you walking on the streets. Yes. <laughs> I know it's graphic, but it is, you know, it 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 is it rings true. So With the last few minutes that I have, I just really want to tell you that you are beautiful in your humanness. All parts of you matter. All parts of you are wondrous. And I don't want you to be embarrassed or shy away from those parts that, you know, they need a little more extra love. And it's ultimately up to you to make sure that you do the care, feeding, and maintenance of your ego. So, on whichever side this hit you or maybe on both sides, do what you need to do to be able to be healthy and worthy of great friendships and interactions. And so with that, yep, guess what? My time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess with a, of, of, see, I'm messing it up, (laughs) of wisdom (laughs) with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Bye.